Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week we watched Will Smith take on the role of the iconic tennis coach Richard Williams alongside John Barenthal in the Oscar favorite biopic King Richard. So you're saying, it, it, why don't you use your Apple Watch, Spencer? Do you not feel better than everyone else when you're wearing it? I think I need to turn you down. Hold on a second. Oh, that's okay. Zoom, zoom, preferences, volume. Yeah, let's take you down. Okay, very nice. All right. And what I can saying? try not to like defecate into my mic. Um, no, I was saying like, do you when you wear your Apple Watch, do you automatically feel better than everyone else in the room? Because I think that's the point of Apple. Like. Obviously, if you see someone with an Android, you automatically think, okay, they are lesser than me. No. <laughs> no, I don't think that. That's pretty fucked up. You don't feel that? <laughs> no. Really? But uh, I I have seen a tweet uh, go around, like this like kind of meme or something, where right. somebody wrote, like, if you're dressing for a formal event, like a wedding or something, don't wear an Apple Watch because you just look like a spy kid. And then the comment below was like, what's the, what's the wrong with wanting to look like a spy kid? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it brings up a good that's, point. See, that's the real question is why wouldn't yep. you always want to be like a spy kid? Because I'm not kidding. The last time I wore my Apple Watch, I'm pretty sure it was at a wedding. Why do you think you wore it for a wedding? As a status symbol? Like you thought it completed the outfit? No, I think, like I, was just, so I think I was just in that phase it. of wearing the Apple Watch every day. And so I had it on and then um, I just stopped wearing it for three months and then put it back on for a week and then... Take it off for another four months. <laughs> I think it's if you had the current one, you would feel more obligated to wear it. Like I, I'm kind of. Although I have seen that the the newest one, I, I don't know what series they're on now. I'm probably like seven, eight or okay, seven. Seven. Um, is the I most saw current. that that can like monitor your like respiratory status of like how your lungs are doing. It can monitor like just it, it has your like, blood it has pressure and stuff like that. Like it has way more advanced health uh, features to the watch and i don't know if that will just terrify me or i would like that i don't know because whenever i see like i sometimes i'm just sitting still this is this hasn't happened in like a long time but all of a sudden like i'll get like a notification it was like your heart rate is exceedingly high right now what's going on it's like wait i don't know i'm just sitting on the couch i don't know what's going on i just like freak myself out and then i'm like oh shit it could have just been a glitch or i was actually you know on a verge of a heart attack i don't know it's almost like making the situation worse because like you probably weren't even like I think I was watching Jeopardy. That... I'm not even kidding. I was watching Jeopardy with uh, Brooke and her friends, and it was like, Wait. "What is going on with your heart rate?" I'm like, "I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what? What you, you tell like, me?" I feel like I should know this question, but I, yeah. I don't. I don't understand. And it was like, it was like kids Jeopardy, and you still couldn't understand it. <laughs> I wish. I mean, like, make the story are you smarter funny, than but... a fifth grader? Were Jeff Foxworthy? <laughs> I'm not getting the answers right, so I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, God damn it! Yeah, but we're just like, it's okay. Calm down. <laughs> Yep. Spencer, are you ready to do this podcast? Yeah, we're doing King Richard or Last Night in Soho. Um, I thought we were doing Clifford again. Could you imagine? We just do a Clifford <laughs> revisit. No, let's just do it again. Every week it's just another review <laughs> just of Clifford. Clifford. Okay, Spencer. Well, why don't we get into the movie of the week, which is in fact King Richard. But if this is your first time here, we are those movie dudes. And this is Mainstream Boys, the show where we talk about the new release films of the week. We grab that big bucket of popcorn a liter 
of cherry coke a full liter <laughs> jesus maybe two liters because we're not in the uk we are in fact in the united states where we don't use the metric system so i guess a gallon actually <laughs> yeah that's the next uh size that, for the drinks at the movie theaters is yeah just get a gallon of coke yeah there you go i'm gonna start when i go to like if i go to like stores and, and stuff or like of fucking coke. no instead it's of being disgusting. like a small medium or large i'll be like yeah can i get a gallon and act like i think that's normal okay well today we're talking about king richard it is available on hbo max and you can go ahead and check this film out in your local movie theater king richard with will smith PG-13, 2 hours and 18 minutes, 6.7 on IMDb, a 92% critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 99 audience. Do you think that 6.7 is inaccurate? Is that why you gave me that look? No, you said 2 hours and 18 minutes, although what I'm looking at is says 2 hours and 24 minutes. Um, well, I assume that that would be the credits, Spencer, which actually I think be. are worth watching in this film uh, because it does have a lot of, you know, like the real-life imagery and video of uh, the real... Uh, Richard Williams and all that stuff. But, you know, that's here neither here nor there. If you don't know, the story of Richard Williams, who serves as a coach of his daughters, Venus and Serena, who will soon become two of the most legendary tennis players in sports history. Spencer, do you give a shit about tennis? Yeah, it's cool. Have you played tennis professionally yeah. or even uh, amateurly? Not, not professionally. Well, amateurly, yes. I play tennis with my mom every now and then. I've played with Brooke every now and then as well. Really? Uh, her parents used to live in a place that had a tennis court, so we would go out and play every now and then. Oh, and uh, country club. back yeah. in the day, I used to take like tennis lessons slash like this tennis camp during the summertime. Really? And I remember winning like the out of the like the entire team that was there. I beat everybody and won this like championship shirt. Um. <gasps> And then I never really played tennis after that. I remember it was an option in high school to play tennis in the spring. Oh, but, yeah. That um, was a thing. We had a tennis team. Never did definitely it. Did. And I should have. I kind of wish I did it because uh, I definitely enjoy playing tennis. And if I practice enough, I feel like I could, you know, compete a and little bit. But it's fun. Were, I really uh, enjoy it. It's, it's a fun game. In high school, you and I were just one season athletes from what I remember. Like we. No, I, I skied. I did alpine and then oh, one okay. year I yeah, did both. Did I did cross country and alpine. Um, so I always did that in the winter, but I always usually took the spring off. Neither. I, I know really I was into baseball, basketball, although I did the cross row for a very long time, but I wish I did tennis because that was an option. And You know, and it, after watching this movie, it, it does take obviously genuine skill. I mean, the only, the only thing I remember about playing tennis is. I was trying to hit it like a baseball, basically. Like, that was my only skill in terms of, like, oh, I need to hit this ball really hard. And then it would just fly out of the court and hit a building or something. Like, it was, there really is a lot of genuine skill that goes into hitting a tennis ball accurately. So, yeah, that's my, that's my only, other than Wii Tennis... I am very good at Wii Tennis, Spencer, and I think I could take just about anybody on. If you challenge me at Wii Tennis, I would bet the life of my unborn child that I could beat you in a set of five. All right, well, I bet that I could beat you in a set of five of actual tennis. So um, uh, maybe we'll, I maybe we'll don't know. Take, this, uh, hmm. take this bet up someday. Damn, okay. Uh, yeah, you probably would. I think I do have a tennis racket. I do. I've had one I for a while. A and I... you need it. No, I don't want your spare. I'll use mine. Okay. Don't fucking give me your spare tennis racket. Asshole. 
Okay, this movie is directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green, who has directed a film called Monsters and Men. Not the band, but it does have Will Smith, Anjune Ellis, John Barenthal from The Walking Dead, and uh, some pretty solid uh, young child actors who play Serena and Venus, uh, Demi Singleton and Sinaye Sidney. Spencer, uh, yeah, I think this is our first kind of like this movie is going to be recognized at the Oscars type film that we're checking out toward the end of 2021. What were your thoughts going into it? I saw that it was doing very well at the festivals. It was making its rounds at all the different festivals and uh, all the word of mouth coming out of it was that Will Smith is phenomenal. He's going to get nominated for Best Actor. Right there, I'm excited to check it out. I mean, Will Smith has always turned in some really solid performances. I mean, I remember him as Muhammad Ali in the film Ali. That's Yet a really to see good that. One. I've never uh, seen that movie. Pursuit of Happiness, he gives a great performance in that as well. I think he was nominated for both those films I just mentioned. Um, but it's been a while since he's kind of delivered a performance like this. And seeing that it was kind of a Serena Williams, um, Venus Williams biopic but also kind of following their father i was definitely interested to check it out i'm always into seeing a good feel good sports movie um so yeah no i was i was looking forward to it uh yeah i mean i'm honestly in the same boat i was just excited to finally check out a movie that um had a lot of hype going into it in terms of the performances and you know i've heard things here and there about how like venus and serena like grew up and had this like incredible coach that was their father like that's definitely been in pop culture for a while um, but when I finally heard about this movie, I was like, oh shit. Okay. We finally get to kind of see this, this story, um, in front of our eyes and, you know, Will I Smith didn't really know, helm. I didn't really know a lot about Richard Williams. Like I really didn't know how much, like how much of an impact he had on Venus and Serena Williams and how much he kind of guided them and clearly a them. lot. And um, yeah, no, as, as you see, no, it's, they call it King Richard and it's a Serena Williams, Venus Williams biopic, but it follows it's very much Richard Williams. The, <laughs> it's very much the opposite, I think, because it's it's really it's about him. Like it, it he is the main driving force of this film. Um, and then Venus and Serena are obviously like it's about them too. But you are really diving deep into the mentality of how Richard operates as a human being and kind of his uh, what has driven him through life and how he operates as a person and kind of just how he raised these kids based on his values and will smith is quite good in this movie he did get on my nerves but i think that's just how this human being was in real life um because i i almost like i feel like i saw myself in john barenthal's shoes most of the movie where i was like dude you gotta just relax here you know like i know like you're raising two daughters you want to do the right thing and you want to yeah but like sometimes it's like dude we chill (laughs) he was very very stubborn on his approach with his daughters and how they were going to get coached it's a very powerful story and i really didn't realize how much of an impact rich williams had and i thought that will smith does give a fantastic performance i mean you really do follow him like he is like the main character for sure i mean king richard but like you follow him through so many different little like side stories as well like this uh like the gang that's constantly giving him shit at the tennis courts and then how he almost went and was prepared to go shoot the guy and just you know how lucky he got there that scene was dark it was intense it was super intense didn't that scene almost have give you like nightcrawler vibes where you know how they're like no yes because i think it was the same location in nightcrawler where that whole shootout happens in nightcrawler i 
I swear to God, because that, when I saw you that think scene, that was like, the same that's restaurant? the same diner that takes place at the end of Nightcrawler. I, we could be wrong there, but it's funny that you mentioned that because that was the same exact thought I had when that scene happened. I was like, wait a second. That's interesting because the way that Familiar it was shot, location. it's like you're in a POV, you know, like in Nightcrawler, you're a POV of Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. And this, in this movie, obviously, you're a POV Outside of him looking inside and it's like and it's almost the same exact scenario which is very strange so if it if it was the same play uh filming location then wow i mean that 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 was a strange connection that i made but if that actually happened wow imagine if you know that situation went differently imagine how things would have changed in that entire story and despite all of his craziness and his stubbornness like he did have a plan and Clearly, it did he... work out. I mean, <laughs> they are they were incredibly like confident and sweet to everyone around them, uh, like in the media and stuff. Like that interview that she gives, and like the the reporters like trying to kind of drive some answers out of her, and he mm-hmm. like it just interrupts. He's like, no, 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 no. She's answered. That she's confident. You need to stop. <laughs> like she's a little girl. That clip has been floating around online a little bit, and it's the literally real one or, or... like verbatim. Of like wow. the scene versus the movie. Uh, I'm sorry, what happens in reality versus what happens in the movie. It's like literally word for word what happens, and it's just very, uh, it's very endearing that the father was this protective and this caring. You know, he, he. I wouldn't say I, at least slightly traumatized from his past because he talks about how his father treated him, and he was kind of an absent father, and he wanted to be everything but that. And you know, I think Will Smith does a great job at showing, at least impersonating that. Richard was just great to his children. And at least in this film, there are so many impactful scenes where he gives these like just unbelievable monologues. Like I saw at least, I don't know, four or five scenes where I was like, that's the Oscar reel right there. You know? Yeah. He had, he had multiple in this movie. One in particular, I think they're actually probably going to use. Mm-hmm. It was when he was talking to the, um, not the social a worker? child. Yeah. The social worker. Yeah. yeah that and one he was, was just going off on her and it was just like yes and that scene was awesome like he just nailed it i was like okay yep you and you can tell that family. oh yeah i know and you can tell that like there were some rifts in his relationship with his wife like they loved each other but also she clearly you know it was about the kids and i think that they could at least both agree on that aspect of their family life where especially when things got more serious with their tennis careers and stuff like they were holding it together for the kids and I don't know. I just I, I appreciated that the film did go to to lengths to show that yes, there were rifts in that relationship, but when it came to the kids, they were just like a powerhouse to make sure that they were thriving. Right, and um, just that they would support them no matter what. Like even when Serena Williams kind of went behind their backs and entered herself in the competition, that was a great and was scene. Competing yeah. the same time as Venus, and then I think uh, yeah, Will Smith was kind of just like watching Venus and the guy walks by and was like oh by the way like your kids are doing great like she's killing it over there and he's like what <laughs> like walks over yeah, and, yeah, sees yeah. Her. and all he says is just like just have fun that's what we're here to do just have fun like good luck and i'm just like Dude, what, is, what a sweet line <laughs> like he just yeah you love to see and, the, the, yeah. the unexpected dad moments where like you expect the dad to be kind of an asshole the same thing happened in a what was the movie oh in dune where we were like oh wow why is oscar yeah, isaac being like so moment. nice right now um i, I don't know something about where you expect a dad to be a douche, and then all of a sudden there's this really endearing moment where he's supporting his kids, and you're like, wow, that is like just a great human moment that I love to see. Yeah. And you mentioned his plan, too. I think it's something that's important to mention is like um, how spot on his plan really was. Like, if you wait till after the movie, it shows the uh, kind of like the facts about how things actually happen with 
uh, Venus and Serena. But like in the film, he's like, yeah, Venus is great right now, but Serena, just wait. You're going to be like the greatest of all time. And there she right. goes winning. Like, that, I don't even know. That what, was a like good 20 line. 20 yeah. grand slams or something. Yeah, like, Serena went on to become, yeah, like, the greatest of all time. Like, she's right. by far just, like, one of the best tennis players ever. And I think her net worth is even more than Venus. I think I looked it up while when watching I, it. I think, at least, what? When I think of tennis, I think of Serena. At least, in, like, if I, and obviously, like, I'm not that into tennis. But to me, I they to... go hand in hand. It's just like the Williams okay. sisters. Cause like, I, yeah, Serena right. and Venus, I, like I've watched them compete. I, I remember them competing against each other at one point. I remember actually tuning in live to that That's uh, cool. event because I remember that was kind of a big deal at the moment. I was like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same goes when, uh, didn't Eli and Peyton play each other? No, they didn't oh, play yeah. each other in the Ellie... Super Bowl, but they played Not... each other in some big game. Maybe it was like a AFC or a, a well, they were in Playoff different divisions. They were in different conferences, so they never played in the Super Bowl, but they would have played during the regular season at one point. Okay, well, I remember um, that being a big deal too, like them playing each other. So, oh yeah, yeah, like this. And then, uh, I mean, on a whole other note, I think people want to see this whole social media, like Logan Paul versus Jake Paul in, bo- in a boxing match, just like two yeah. brothers going at it because they're both in the boxing scene. So, I mean, how entertaining i mean it, that would sell it, it, i don't think it's good to do that it's a huge <laughs> like, I mean, seller it's the whole plot of the movie warrior which is great but it's also just like yeah it, it's, a, it's a fucked up situation and uh but Dude, I mean, with tennis it's, it's a whole different story especially with them being like the greatest of all time it's one it's of those exciting. things about families having to work against each other like that's actually and i know you don't watch it but one of the best seasons of survivor they call it blood versus water and they they have they bring in two family members and there's like 20 people and there's 10 pairs of family members and they have to go against each other and vote each other off. And it's like, that sounds intense. That is just crazy, dude. The scenarios that take place, like you're on different tribes, you have to fight against each other. Like, so, and, and in this movie, I guess we bring it back to the actual film, you know, that the, uh, the rifts between them as Serena's younger. So she's not quite ready yet. Obviously Richard isn't like letting her compete as much. Um, but I think that, that that whole aspect of the movie was really good as well. Because you don't get, as for me personally, like I didn't get as much of Serena and Venus as I would have liked. Like you don't dive into their personalities as much as you do with Richard. So if I were to make kind of like one nitpick with the movie, that's probably what it would be. Despite it being called King Richard, I wanted to know a little more about, I guess, how Venus and Serena operate. I'm right there with you because that's actually my nitpick with the movie as well is like the end credit scene with the text. That is what I was most interested in seeing. And Mm -hmm. it was text at the end. And I knew that they're going to do it. I mean, it was called King Richard. The focus is on Will Smith and the father and Serena and Venus are just, yeah, like that's just, you know, that's what's happening in his life. Um, But yeah, no, I really wanted to see more of Venus and Serena Williams growing up becoming the greatest of all time and and all that because you see the beginning of it it's the origin story essentially i mean you could definitely see this movie becoming like a part two and actually seeing that that oh, rise like, they didn't do the fucking um end credit text but i mean i know it's necessary for a biopic like this not to say all the stuff with richard williams isn't isn't interesting and entertaining because i certainly didn't know this whole side story and how much uh, of an influence he had over uh, their career and stuff like that. So it was definitely eye-opening to see where they came from. So I won't, you know, fault the movie too much. Although I just really was 
you know, I was going into it like, oh yeah, this is a Venus and Serena Williams biopic. I definitely want to see this. And then the focus really is it's their father and how they became the greatest of all time. Like just it's also like through their childhood. In the film and in life, it was like in John Barenthal's character. Uh, I think his name what is it something Macy? I can't remember. Ricky? Uh, uh, no, Rick. Rick Mackey. Rick, Rick Macy. Macy. Rick Macy. Um, and when they showed the picture of actual Rick Macy, I was like, "Wow, that is perfect." But John Barenthal is way more handsome. <laughs> like he was it's great. The perfect though. Hollywood representation of uh, Rick. No, he was. He was probably John my favorite Burnt character was, to be honest with you. Was fantastic. Like, I, I could honestly see him maybe sneaking in a best supporting actor nomination. Like he was really good like because he he became a different character as well i mean he is obviously john barenthal but he had like a different accent there was a different way that he walked and stuff like that and he was going toe-to-toe with uh will smith as well at times and i was like okay they're both delivering a fantastic performance here so i don't know if that'll happen i kind of don't think it will although i, I think just there's definitely wouldn't a be surprised like i feel like he could sneak in at least at the golden globes i think he sneaks in for sure the only thing is he didn't really have a big scene like he he was great he just didn't have that like big oscar clip like will smith had like five in this movie he didn't really have much yeah, but then again right. there's been other performances that have gotten in where they use an oscar clip and it's like oh really like they had one line in that oscar clip <laughs> right and it's more like the oscar other guy's dominated. clip but they have uh, to use something but no I, mean, I and also the serena uh serena and venus the actresses that played them were fantastic both great they were yeah. they were great yeah and so you know maybe when they get older let's revisit them uh with another movie of them becoming even oh they'll be more, back They'll absolutely be back. I think especially the 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 girl that played Selena, or I'm sorry, uh, Sir Venus, uh, Sonia Sydney. It's definitely not how you're supposed to say it, but the scene when she has like the whole like the braids and stuff, where it's like all these white beads in her hair, that definitely reminded me of like the real thing. Like I've definitely seen images or co- even commercials, like maybe like a Reebok commercial or something in pop culture where she had the the beads in her hair and i you know i mean the movie it almost reminded me of like uh bohemian rhapsody when it's just like really paying homage to a specific moment in that like person's live career moment or something like the live aid moment okay. um and i was yeah. like this must be this must have been like a massive moment in that person's life and i think this movie regardless of me knowing what that moment was i definitely felt how important it must have been so you know, I think overall this movie just it, from the performances to the story that it told. I mean, it it really just did a great job. It really did. I think one of my favorite moments of this movie is when Venus is presented with her first contract, and she has to decide whether or not mm-hmm. to take it because that whole moment was just executed so well. Like they were in that room, the guy's kind of pitching it to Richard. And then he just is like, I think you got to ask Venus about this. And then she turns to Venus right. and the guy leaves the room and they decide and talk about it. But that whole scene was so genuine. And it was also so, I don't want to keep using the word inspiring, but it was just kind of emotional. Just the fact that like she's turning down $3 million because she just wants to prove herself. And right. I thought that moment was just handled with uh, precision. And it was a, a very impactful moment of the movie for me. And it definitely happened, especially because, like, you know, the, these people really do come from nothing. I mean, I I did read something on uh, Wikipedia where when Venus won her first, I guess, like, big title, Richard, like, jumped down from the stands, like, into the press box. And I guess it actually, like, kind of scared the people in the press box. Whoever was, like, announcing the match was like, what the hell's happening? 
and he screamed like straight out of Compton. That was like his line, I guess. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they are originally from Compton. So that moment that you mentioned is really cool because, you know, it, it's one of those moments where Serena, or I'm sorry, Venus gets that character moment where she's the decision maker because she really hasn't had that throughout the movie. Richard's kind of been like at the helm of every decision with everything. And you finally do get that from her. And that's what I wanted more of, I guess, you know? Do you I think we more. spent too much time with Richard being like, no, I'm not ready yet. And it's like three years later. And we're like, all right, let's fucking like go Maybe dude. somewhere in the middle of him kind of holding out and having her not compete. But I get how important that was for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the movie is two hours and I mean, I'm just going to call it two and a half hours. It's a long Pretty movie. Much. Yeah. It might um, as well be. It's still really good. And uh, I definitely think that families would definitely enjoy it. It's a, it's a great feel good sports movie. And those, you know, those are always nice when they when they come around and they're not like overly cheesy or preachy and stuff like that. And this movie is definitely not that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll get my final thoughts here. I mean, I, I really just enjoyed this movie a, a hell of a lot. Um, you know, I, I think Will Smith gives just a great performance and he's able to really whenever it comes to biopics, I'm always like, oh, he encompassed that character. But he did. I mean, he really did. I mean, just from the mannerisms and just how he was able to impersonate this human being. It, it really did seem accurate, especially when you see the reels of this actual person, um, after the movie and all the performances were great. The movie teaches really good lessons like overcoming adversity and being humble and stuff like that. That was another great scene when he makes them watch Cinderella. Um, and it's like, What'd what's the learn? lesson here? What'd what's the learn? lesson? Go to your room. That's, and I feel like, all right, we're ev- watching it again. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That was a great scene. Um, cause I feel like that's something that's happened to me in life where it's like, what did you learn? And everyone gives the wrong answer. It's like, all right, we'll do it again. It's like, what do you mean? What do you, what the that fuck? Literally you has happened to me in a college English class. Absolutely. Of course it has. Doctor, I'm off podcast. I had literally too. made us all stand up and be like, why are you guys here? One by one, everyone <laughs> against the wall. Why are you guys here? You go. Why are you here? And then they're like, uh because i want to uh get an a no sit like uh, no wrong go, like, we'll come back to <laughs> you next person. one and she's like because i want to learn great sit down next person and like we just kept on going and going i'm like and i was you know i'm s or something so i'm kind of so like, nervous dude like, i would oh, hate fuck, that what am i gonna say what am i gonna say the whole time and like three people took what i was gonna say so i was like shit i gotta think of something new and it finally gets to me i'm like uh to improve my skills at english and he's like, great, sit down. I'm like, yes, like, fuck, oh, good answer. Good <laughs> answer. I'm like, yes. I'm almost positive the same thing happened in my class, too. He mu- I mean, it must have. It must be a teaching method for him. I mean, he is a doctor. I remember ha- he was a doctor. I remember having to stand up against the wall, but I don't remember if it was like this. It must have been the same thing. I don't know. But it, it was a day didn't. when nobody was really responsive and like they did, just had like zero energy. So he was like, so everyone he was like, up against the wall. It's like, okay, that class gave me here? so much anxiety, dude. Oh my God. I hate classes yeah. where you have to like get in groups and shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, really, really did like this movie. I honestly did not feel the length. I thought it was just the perfect length for me. My only nitpick was just not learning enough about Serena and Venus. Yes, you see them kind of in the moment under their father's sort of umbrella. Um, but it would have been nice to get more personal with them because it was very much from his perspective to be expected, but still would have been nice to see more of them. Um, but it's, it, it really is a great movie. I'm going to go four out of five. Very, very good. I expected to see a lot of heavy Oscar buzz, at least in the performance category. 
And I would really like to see uh, John Barenthal get at least some recognition because he was really great in the movie. And I love this guy. That would be cool. I'm all for actors getting a first-time nomination. And it would be nice to see you know, Oscar nominee John Barenthal someday. That would be uh, awesome. I think he is a great actor <laughs> for sure. He, he's yeah. proved that he is a great actor. But yeah, no, King Richard. Um, I went into it knowing that it was going to be kind of a big Oscar hit and that Will Smith gave, uh, gave a really good performance. And... It's exactly that. It's a nice, feel-good sports movie that will sure to go on and maybe win a couple of Oscars. I do think it's a little too long. I mean, it's almost two and a half hours, like I said. I started to feel that length. Maybe it was because I was just really wanting to see some more Venus and Serena Williams tennis action, and I was getting a little too much of just King Richard kind of being stubborn, and I was just kind of maybe getting frustrated with that. I'm not sure. Maybe on a different watch, I'll, I'll you know, have a different opinion. Uh, I, all I know is that I felt the length just a little bit, but... Will Smith has not turned in a performance this good in well over a decade. I mean, probably The Pursuit of Happiness was the last one, and he absolutely is coming for that Best Actor nomination. And he's actually locked to be the winner right now. Um, There isn't a whole lot of other movies that have the buzz that this movie does for uh, lead actors. So I am going to go three and a half out of five. I think this is a very solid, solid biopic. And... It's on HBO Max, so check it out. Watch it with your families on Thanksgiving. It'll definitely, you know, oh, tug on your heartstrings. Absolutely, worth it's a great watch. film to kind of gather the family around and watch. Uh, it's making no money at the box office because of the whole day and date release. I mean, I think it was number four in the box office with like four million dollars, and this probably wow, would have really? been a big hit. I mean, released on Thanksgiving week or the week before Thanksgiving on a you know regular non-pandemic day. I feel like this movie would have you know made maybe like thirty million dollars, but. I could see you know, it is what it is. We're different times. Being huge yeah. at the time. You know what I mean? If this came out then and And all the buzz around this movie too. So I mean this is um I'm sure it's gonna yeah. have legs. People are gonna be talking about it, so more people will check it out as the word of mouth gets around and um let us kinda be another another voice in that in that void. So it's worth it. It is definitely check it out. It is absolutely worth the watch. I think just one of my favorite little things about this movie, because obviously tennis, you hit the ball back and forth, right? the scenes and they use it a lot and it was funny every time when they show people's eyes going back and forth back and forth to watch the ball i always thought that was really funny because that's like exactly what everybody I but kane richard he's pacing oh, up yeah. in the background yep he had to turn around and he couldn't watch and yeah, that was his whole thing um but yeah that is king richard you can obviously check it out on hbo max and in theaters it it's worth the watch absolutely worth the watch really really good film so all right, Spencer, that's going to do it for this week, but it is a weekly show. Once again, we talk about films, the new release movies of the week on Mainstream Boys. I always don't do the research to find out what comes out next week because that's your thing. That's your one obligation for this show other than showing up every week. What are we watching next week? We don't have a lot of options. Uh, really? All Nothing, of the huh? movies coming out this week, they come out on Wednesday, the 24th, and that's uh, House of Gucci a new Resident Evil movie, some new Walt Disney animated film. Uh, those are all just theater-exclusive movies. Uh, there's a Halle Berry movie that she directed called Bruised <gasps> on Netflix, which, you know, I don't know. Mm, the Beatles okay. have a uh, three-part documentary directed by Peter Jackson coming out on Disney Plus on uh, Thursday. Um, okay. But it's literally it's, it's nine hours long. <laughs> It's three parts. Peter Jackson, you don't have to make everything an epic 
just adventure. Oh, it's, like, but it's, it's, okay. it's going to go into detail of the fucking Beatles. So that will be uh, well, interesting. It's I'm not sure uncool. I like that. Uh, I don't know. There really isn't a lot of options for new movies uh, this end of November. It's kind of a lot of just limited release movies. You get an, uh, an expansion in theaters uh, and kind of just theater exclusives. So we may just kind of pull a movie out of a hat. Maybe we'll do Last Night in Soho. Maybe we'll That's do kind of say. a... Uh, Worst case, long we lost did film watch from 2021, but we'll watch and review something for you guys. That's what we do. Anyways, if you're listening to this close to Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your families. Hopefully, you can spend time with them uh, in 2021. You know, that's the whole point. We are yeah. a family show. We talk about movies, and sometimes it's a family affair, right? I wouldn't say the we're booth. a family show. We, we we say a lot of fucked up shit. Well, I, I wouldn't say you can watch this with your four-year-old, but maybe like an 18-year-old son. Maybe. Daughter. I don't know. I don't know. We're mainstream boys. We talk about movies. It's not really that bad. All right. Spencer, thanks for joining me once again. I'm going to go watch the Buccaneers and Giants game, and uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Tuesday, and you can stay up to date with everything related to those movie dudes by following us on Instagram. Maybe I'll just go fuck myself.